0: welcome to Kanecast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson-Rudnick Investment Management Team.
1: Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson-Rudnick, and with me today I have Craig Thrasher, Portfolio Manager and Senior Research Analyst with the Kane Anderson-Rudnick International Small Cap Portfolio. Craig, thanks for the time today. Craig, when we look back at 2022 and recognize the many challenges we faced during the year on a global level the situation in Russia and Ukraine, difficulties in China, tightening global monetary policy, just to name a few. Can you discuss the impacts on the markets and how you're viewing these issues from an opportunity and challenges perspective as we move into 2023?
2: Well, obviously, 2022 was a challenging year across the board. Um, Starting with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, there, there were significant market impacts, and this had some direct and indirect impacts on our portfolio. We did have one large position in the portfolio in a, a Russian company, an online job portal there, and shares declined substantially after the invasion and have been uh, suspended since February. So that has definitely been an impact on the portfolio. We, we also had some companies in some of the peripheral countries. We own a company in the, the Baltics, for example, uh, and a company listed in Poland. And these markets or companies in these markets have come under significant pressure since the invasion as well. And then even indirectly, um, the rise in energy prices that we've seen since the invasion, particularly in Europe and the UK, has has caused a lot of negative sentiment in those markets. And uh, we've seen poor performance for, for equity investors there. And it certainly hasn't helped that that has been the part of the portfolio where we've had our largest weights both on an absolute and relative basis as it relates to china it's been a more limited impact uh, i would say it's pretty small weight for us in the benchmark in china and we've got about five percent of our portfolio in in china currently and even though there was a lot of attention in china a lot of headlines relating to china this year um, small cap stocks are more or less in line with other international small, small cap stocks for the year. And the two holdings that we do have in China were actually up for the year. So not, not a big impact for the portfolio there. Um, turning to uh, central bank tightening, which you mentioned, inflation has obviously been a big theme for 2022 in markets. And it, and it continues to be, as we head into 2023, a big market focus you know, starting in the year, I think we've, we had low interest rates and there was some belief in the, in the transitory uh, theory as, as far as inflation goes. And as that has changed throughout the year and, and markets have, I guess, come to terms with, with higher inflation and higher interest rates, this has justifiably caused equity and bond markets to suffer. And this is disproportionately impacted growth stocks. And, and while we wouldn't, Consider ourselves or call ourselves growth investors. We we do have a quality bias, and there's certainly a higher overlap between quality and growth than there is in value, where you know value stocks have outperformed this year. So that has been a, a headwind for 2022. So there was a lot of bad news in in the year, um, and you know markets in general had a lot of headwinds and our and some specific headwinds for our portfolio. Um, and you know as we look into 2023 we're really not out of the woods uh, as far as the headlines go you know we're still seeing slowing global economy we may have a recession in 2023 there's a lot of debate about that but on the on the other hand we, we do see some silver linings here we do see some good news I guess the first being that valuations have come down substantially um, from where we were 12 18 months ago we think that's a positive and particular areas of the market all the fears that we're seeing as it relates to rates and and recession has led to what we think are pretty attractive opportunities in certain areas of the market so we think that there's places to invest at rates of return that we think are attractive so we think that that is a good thing the other thing is is we we've always felt that again being quality investors we think that the difference between our businesses and, and the average businesses out there is are, are most most pronounced and most apparent during more challenging economic times. And so, you know, I think we we see that as far as the outlook for the for the next 12 months. We think things are going to be challenging, and and we think that that bodes well for the relative fundamental performance for our companies. And so, you know, for those reasons, we are optimistic, and we do feel good about the outlook for our for our portfolio on an absolute and a relative basis.
1: Craig, my other question is, what were the names that detracted most from performance during the quarter, and what were some of the positive contributors for the strategy?
2: Our largest detractor uh, from performance in the fourth quarter was a company called Serana Manara, which is one of the largest cell tower operators in Indonesia. And this is a, a company whose shares have actually been relatively strong throughout 2022. There's been some speculation in the market that the company was going to sell a minority stake in their operating business at an attractive valuation, and, and that led to some relatively strong performance earlier in the year. That, that hasn't happened, and, and the shares were down slightly in the fourth quarter, and we think that, that uh, the fact that that transaction didn't take place might be one reason for disappointment, but we believe that the fundamentals in the business remain sound. Another detractor in the fourth quarter was Atled, which is a workflow management software provider in Japan. And Atled did report declining revenues during the fourth quarter as they've seen user growth slow. Other detractors included Numis Corporation, Mortgage Advice Bureau, and HOPAR. Our top two contributors to performance in the fourth quarter were AJ Bell and Tegrafin. These are both investment platforms that are operating in the United Kingdom. Integrafin is a platform that provides services to investment advisors, while A.J. Bell sells to advisors and direct-to-consumers, so they're they're in very, very similar businesses, and they both earn their revenues as a percentage of the assets under management, so uh, when markets go up, their revenues go up, and when markets go down, their revenues go down, and we've seen strong returns in the U.K. market during the fourth quarter, and, and that's obviously going to lead to higher revenues and profits in in coming quarters, and so uh, investors, for good reason, reacted positively to that. Uh, Other contributors for the quarter were Mercari, Haitian International, and Grupo Mutui Online.
1: Craig, as always, thank you very much for your insights that you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations.
2: You have just listened
0: to CaneCast, hosted by Jordan Greenhouse. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.kane.com. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rednick Investment Management. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of Carr or its affiliates. Our current, as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.